United States of America, 2,399. Great Britain, 780. Russia, 1,405. Australia, 468. These are countries bursting with Olympic success. This show is not about those countries or the athletes that represent them. This is about the other guys. The guys that have not won a medal. Not one. Not even close. These are the countries we are going to be following, as well as the athletes that represent them and their stories. This is Medallica, Minnows versus the World. Hello and welcome to episode two of Medallica Colon Minnows versus the World. Beautiful to be back in the studio, Rig, isn't it? Oh, it's fantastic. I, I could not wait uh, to get home from work and into your dungeon where we record this show. <laughs> uh, it is four days to go until uh, until the uh, 2016 so Rio Olympics, and uh, and wow, we are we are kind of overwhelmed by uh, the last 24 <laughs> hours. We thought this was a a uh, bit of a piss take, and it uh, turns out that uh, a lot of people actually uh, are interested in uh, in the nations that have never won, as they should be. Why shouldn't you? It's uh, it's the age-old question. Why shouldn't the attention be heaped on the losers? Exactly right. Uh, it, it kind of goes against the grain of that nobody cares who came second. Yeah, it's straight because up. Because everybody cares about people who don't come second. <laughs> everybody cares about people who don't place and that's all we're here for. Uh, ha- having said that, uh, we saw in the uh, 2012 games, eight countries broke the duck. Eight really? countries got off the mark. So w- this is going to happen. At some point these, in these games, I don't want to jinx it. But have, f- have you been researching without me? I, I may have wasted many, many company hours today. And by company hours, I mean my hours. <laughs> But that is fair. So eight countries broke the duck. Eight countries broke the in duck in twenty twelve. Uh, wow, I- including uh, Granada, um, who who won the the men's four hundred. What? Yeah, they they got gold in the men's four hundred. They broke they broke the duck by winning gold no. in a blue ribbon event. And oh. this guy came home, uh, Karani James, and he was immediately. Uh, like they basically just went. Is he now the king of Grenada? Yeah, that, they don't have a they, monarchy, they, do they? He's, nope. No, uh, okay. they, they've gone. Oh, stadium. Call it Karani James Stadium. Station, Karani James. Street, Karani James. Karani James, Karani James, Karani James. <laughs> And they basically just gave him all of this stuff. Oh, and they, they gave him uh, 10% of their, uh, of, GDP? Their, of their GDP. Are you serious? Yeah. They gave- I, was, I was just joking about the GDP thing. No, thought they- I'd fly in with a quick quip, but uh, they, gave they, they legitimately are giving him They gave him, him, him 10% of their country's wealth. That is ridiculous. I don't know that it's that much money, but it's, they gave it to him. I'll tell you whose it's more than Burkina Faso's. Oh. But if there is one man, one man who stands in uh, and keeps smiling. Yep. And he, he can be uh, the, the, the next cause of, of great uh, GDP uh, increases Giveaways. in Burkina Faso. Absolutely. He is the one, the and, only. And uh, <laughs> Rashid Sadibi. Me, me, me. And that brings us to, uh, to our, our first uh, and currently most favorite segment. Surveillance on Sadibi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So, uh, so Rashid Sadibi, uh, everybody's favourite hundred kilo plus <laughs> judoka. Judoka is, <laughs> is, is the proper is the, is, term. Is yeah. the proper term for uh, for judo players. Uh, yeah. <laughs> judo players. That's almost. I, I think he got judo and cluedo mixed up just then. 
This is Chris. He is a professional Cluedo player, as opposed to this is Rashid, a representative from Burkina Faso representing his country in the judo. He is a judo competitor. Yeah, it was Rashid in the conservatory with the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, so Rashid Sadibi. Mm-hmm. Uh, between yesterday's show and uh, and today's, uh, I jumped on Facebook and yes. literally just typed his name in. <laughs> And it turns out there is nobody else on Facebook called Rashid Sadibi. So, uh, so friend. Sorry, re- I love this. I love this story. Go on. Uh, I friend requested. Yes. And uh, and and then, it is- and then followed it up uh, with a Facebook message. Yep. Um, now, I did up to year 10 French and have yep. since forgotten a lot of it. Google, uh, it's fair to say that Google Translate went in a fucking overdrive last night at the Stevenson household. <laughs> I basically asked uh, Rashid. I told him that we were uh, we were radio hosts from Australia. I couldn't be bothered to figure out how podcast yep. uh, <laughs> translated a- a- into French. amateur hacks uh, went into French, <laughs> uh, and then told him uh, that we would like uh, to interview him. Uh, and that we are his uh, his. Big did, it was interview and not intercourse, was it? Was, it? it was okay. definitely definitely interview, uh, yep, and that okay. we are his biggest fans. Yep. Uh, the only thing uh, uh, upon reflection is that I have used uh, fans as in desk fan uh, <laughs> sta- stationary fan that you use to cool yourself yep and uh, we have we there have... aren't that many office works in uh, in Burkina <laughs> Faso so uh, so yeah we've professed our uh, our appliance love for yep. Rashid yeah uh, and uh, he is yet to accept that but we are waiting we're with waiting bated breath and we're going to bring it to you uh, uh, light. Uh, no, not light. No, quickish. quickish. Yeah, as as soon as we can. Uh, and so that's uh, that's where that's at uh, uh, on uh, surveillance on Stevie. I, I just have to say, just as an aside, uh, reading the 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 uh, the original message to Rashid was just well, fantastic. I, I, I posted on Facebook. I imagined uh, it was posted on on our Facebook page, and it was just amazing. The the first thing it's, it was just so unlike you. Bonjour, Rashid. <laughs> Je m'appelle Gus. It was just I all I could read was like all I could picture was was you in one of those navy and uh, and white horizontally striped shirts with a red neckerchief and a bow tie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it yep. was with a baguette under your arm. It was it was fantastic. But uh, mate, there was there was a lot of channeling of the uh, of the year ten Tappy Volant textbook uh, <laughs> yep. that was yep. happening, which translates to Magic Carpet Ride. Oh, really? Not referenced like again. that Steppenwolf song. <laughs> yeah, it's not referenced again in the textbook. Yeah, it's very strange. Anyway, nice. so that's uh, so that's Burkina Faso uh, 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 covered. Mm-hmm. So we move on to Kim Collins, yes, uh, the the St Kitts and Nevis. Uh, uh, hundred meter sprinter who we previously thought were like forty year old going to his six Olympics. What a statesman! Yep. Uh, it turns out that uh, that Kim Collins was uh, he's only this will be his fifth Olympics competing. He uh, he was in the sixth. Lo- well, no, he was in ah. he was in London. He was picked in the team. Then the day before the hundred meters, uh, he was kicked off the team. Uh, and the team released a statement saying that it was because he'd gone to visit his wife at a hotel and missed a training session. Yeah, okay, that's that's definitely not his wife. Uh, no one in their right mind says, look, I've got to go meet my wife at a hotel. It's, uh, don't tell anyone, but my wife. It's definitely my wife at a hotel. If my wife asks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we then found out, uh, as you pointed out recently, mm-hmm. uh, 
he only just got back onto this Olympic team. Yeah, yeah. So he only just got back on uh, because being the badass that he is, and I'm now picturing him in some sort of studded leather jacket, uh, is he just really did not get along with uh, the St. Kitts and Nevis Olympic Committee uh, at all. Um, they, they, there was a lot of friction. There was a lot of tension. Uh, it was him kind of figuratively putting his balls on the table and just saying like, look, I can do whatever I want when I want. He was missing trainings. He was doing whatever the hell he wanted. Uh, and they were just like, look, that's not cool. Uh, we're going to you know, keep you off it or whatever. Uh, and it only only uh, was resolved on sat- this, this past Saturday uh, with a telephone call to the chief Ooh. demission uh, at the St. Kitts and Nevis Olympic Committee. Um, the, and the, now he's- head, the head chef. The chef, the chef demission. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nice little shout out to Rob Lavery there. Um, but it was no, it was it was uh, it only recently got resolved. Um, so he's back on the team. Um, it's it's just another day in the life of of uh, of athletics' newest bad boy. Yeah, uh, he's he, he is uh, for anyone that's seen Blades of Glory. He is uh, the St. Kitts and Nevis Chess Michael Michaels. Yes, he, he exactly. That's that's a very apt description. Yeah, yeah. He he gives he gives less than zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he, he just does not care at all. Nope. Um but but he's back uh and he's and he's he's in great shape. Um 9.93 seconds. He he's just recently run which is incredibly quick for anybody uh it, it, let alone a 40-year-old. So. Absolutely. It's it is the world record uh for uh for 35-year-olds. Like uh they they categorize them Really? Uh, like that. It's the world record. He's he's got five They categorize them like horses, do yeah, they? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, a two year old race, a three year old race. Oh, if he was a horse, he'd be dead. Yeah. Oh, I, I want to sure. make that very clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broken down on the track. Yeah, he'd be glue. Yeah. Look away, Pepper. <laughs> Look away. Shield up. Yeah. Uh anyway, so that's uh that's where we're at with uh with Kim Collins. So we're gonna follow this because obviously um mm. he is a key part of their four by one hundred meter relay. Yeah. Uh some would say uh the the fastest part and then that they would be right. Because yeah. uh, he is definitely uh, the primary it's, Olympic export. It's funny because uh, in athletic parlance, I mean, in, in regular parlance, you would have said he was the anchor of the team. But we, of course, cannot say that because the anchor in athletics means he's the final runner. Yes. Uh, and we just don't know where he's going to be. No, and no. I don't think he does. And I don't think the team does either because he's that much of a badass. He could mic drop and just not turn up. Yeah. He, and, and if you mic drop during a 4 by 100 you are disqualified. You that are. Is, uh, yeah. that, that baton needs to remain in hand, my friend. That's true. Yeah. There's no throwing of the stick. Yep. Can't do that. Uh, anyway, so we're going to keep an eye on that, uh, and that sort of leads nicely into uh, Jonas Kinder, uh, yeah. the uh, the refugee Olympic athlete, uh, marathon runner, who yep. who just cannot stop giving. No, no, he cannot. Uh, the, <laughs> no, he he he's fantastic. He like like many a refugee, he, he's gone to his uh, his his newly uh, established country. Um, in this case, Luxembourg. Uh, He's probably qualified in something, but he, he, well, I mean, he's a qualified marathon runner. He is. Uh, not that you need a degree for that, but uh, to, to put on some shoes and run through fields. But he is a cab driver now uh, in Luxembourg, uh, the city, of course, not the state of Luxembourg. Yep. Luxembourg is the capital not of Luxembourg. To be um, so he's a cab driver in Luxembourg, Luxembourg, and uh, he's just doing everything he can. Uh, and he just, yeah, he keeps on giving. Yep, and not only that, but uh, one of his teammates, so a refugee team come from all, all mm-hmm. over the world, uh, mm-hmm. so he's got a, got a teammate who has said, uh, I'm not that interested in the event that I'm supposed to be running, mm-hmm. um, but I really want to meet Usain Bolt. Because who doesn't? <laughs> nobody, nobody. Yeah. So this is what we're going to do. 
we are going to be uh, uh, creating a new, a new segment called Kinder to Kim, colon, Kinder Surprise. Yes, that's, that, that, that is what we've settled on just this moment. Fantastic work, <laughs> by the way. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Kinder Surprise uh, segment is, is going to be amazing. What we're going to try to do is, is, is get Jonas Kinder uh, in touch with Kim Collins, who, of course, will be competing in the 100-metre sprint alongside Usain Bolt. Uh, with the view to get uh, to get some some kind of dialogue happening uh, and and some what I imagine to be the the highest charting Snapchat in in all of Kenya. Yep, yep. Uh, Ethiopian. No, no, no. Uh, his his teammate Kenyan who wants to meet the uh, good. Who wants to good meet save. the yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I'm, on, I'm on my I'm on my stuff. I'm You're telling on your you. Shit. All right, uh, and uh, so that leads us into um, into a little bit of a, a little bit of news and another segment that is called uh, Carnival of Horrors. Oh, it's fantastic! It's, it's for for those that we did receive a, a lot of uh, a lot of feedback from people who in uh, who enjoyed uh, the small segment Crime Olympics on uh, on uh, the first episode. Exactly so we've, right. We've broadened it out because uh, let's face it, Brazil is a country that has a lot of things going for it. But being organised for this Olympics is not one of them. No, it's just a melting pot of garbage. It's just, it's all... It's Quite all literally, flo- that's one of the waterways. One of the waterways, Guanabara Bay, it is, it is a melting pot of garbage. And that wouldn't be such a problem if that wasn't the waterway uh, that the sailing yep. and, uh, and uh, uh, windsurfing was going to be held on. Exactly right. Yeah. There's, there's a couple of choice quotes here um, oh, that, we, uh, that we picked up um, from a news article today. Uh, one local revealed his disappointment that authorities weren't able to clean up the water properly in time for the games, revealing, quote, it smells like shit because it's full of shit, end quote. <laughs> that, is, that, that is a scientist there. Yep, that's their leading scientist. Uh, and, then, uh, and then ahead of that, uh, one doctor told the Times that athletes will, quote, literally be swimming in human crap, end quote. <laughs> which, <laughs> which, is, which is probably not ideal. Not at all. Uh, health experts have advised competitors to keep their mouths shut. Yeah. <laughs> um, My- oh, a- a- Aphrodite Ziggers, a member of the Dutch sailing team, quote, we just have to keep our mouths closed when the water sprays up. She is so badass. <laughs> My, probably my favourite quote of all uh, from this whole saga has to be, I, I saw an article where a leading scientist had said that just three teaspoons or the equivalent of three teaspoons of this water will almost certainly give you a virus. <laughs> where did you come to that and why is it teaspoons? Who the hell? It, it, it evokes memories of Team America where uh, what South Park where they're talking about Super Aids. That is just te- two <laughs> teaspoons of Super Aids and, and you'll be dead within a week. Oh, look, it, and keeping in mind that it is that toxic, this is the, uh, the quote that's come out. The health warning follows the news last week that while garbage-free water at venues is absolutely not guaranteed, at least sailing competitors can expect a, quote, fair tournament. End quote. What, what, every other regatta has been unfair because it's been in unpolluted waters? I know. What kind of Hunger Games is this? I have no idea. uh, Another thing, just on top of that, uh, in that same kind of complex, there was a temporary or artificial ramp that was created in order for for the uh, Olympians to kind of... to, to get onto their boats uh, or, or windsurfing things. Oh, yeah. And it, it partially collapsed uh, a couple of days ago. And when it happened, one of the guys from the Olympic Committee, I think they're just over it now because the guy was just like, well, you know what? When you're this close to the games, things happen. 
that was literally the quote. I was just like, what the hell kind of thing is that to say? Oh, there is so many things that we can we can discuss, but we don't have time to cover we don't, them all. We don't. we don't have time to cover them all. Uh, and you know what? We're going to push uh, Donut Spotlight, which is uh, where we look at uh, a nation that is yet to uh, to get off the mark. We're going to push that to the next show because there's just uh, there's so much content to uh, uh, to get through. Fair enough. Before we go, we uh, we mm. have we have the second uh, the second part of Carnival of Horrors. We do, we do. Oh, Australia! When will you learn? Uh, the Australians have now been robbed three times. That is fantastic. So the first time, uh, the were- the Paralympians uh, who got uh, mugged at, at gunpoint, yep. which is that's lowest of the low. That is the lowest of the low. You can't you can't, you can't rob people in wheelchairs. No, you cannot. That is uh, it is it is literally worse than stealing candy from babies. <laughs> it's very 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 poor. Uh, and the, the second time was a couple uh, of days ago. Yeah, second time was was a couple of days ago, uh, and then yesterday. Yeah. Uh, was really where they just started taking the piss, yep. um, which was an inside job, set a fire alarm off in the Australian hotel, Yep. Australian team evacuates, Yep. come back and find uh, their laptops uh, and then just a bunch of merch. Yeah, like- so this is, this is the funniest part of the whole thing. Well, arguably the funniest, you tell me what's funny. But <laughs> the other things that were taken besides laptops were long sleeve shirts. Now, long sleeve shirts are at a premium at the moment because of the Zika virus and the mosquitoes oh. are running around. So now the Australian team is walking around in regular Australian t-shirts uh, with uh, no long sleeves uh, susceptible to mosquitoes. So, you know what? These Brazilians, uh, That's the they're worst. nothing if not entrepreneurial and worried about their own safety. That's because it seems the worst ever. It seems that the government's not doing much about it, so they've had to take matters into their own hands and steal <laughs> another country's long sleeve tees to stay safe. <gasps> oh, that! All right, yep. We've we've got it, Brazil. It's game on. Yep. It's game on. Yep. We're we're shipping long sleeve tees over there at the moment, so you can rob us more. Yeah. <laughs> Carnival of Horrors. All right, that is all we've got time for. Uh, we will join you uh, tomorrow when it will be three days to go. And also, uh, we'll have a quick look. The soccer uh, starts uh, day after tomorrow. So oh, that, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, they start two days early for some reason. Oh, that is amazing. So we will have sport to bring to you uh, along with uh, Donut Spotlight. We will be looking at uh, the nation of Monaco mm-hmm. who did have a medal and were stripped of it. We'll tell you about that tomorrow. Yeah. See you later. Fantastic. See you.